Well, hi everyone and welcome to Rob Evans 365. It's day number 510. And I am on my way to the gym to do a workout. I have an incredibly busy day and I have an incredibly busy night as well. So I'm ducking out now after I've been working for a few hours to get a workout in so that I don't get to the end of the day and feel like I'm um, I've missed my window, um, so I've got a really busy afternoon and then into the evening. And uh, to give you some idea, so 20 past four up. Um, I had uh, clients coaching from 6.30 a.m. this morning, so a little bit later uh, this morning. And um, we've done a group class and uh, I've got... Uh, like meetings, phone appointments and meetings this afternoon and then I don't finish tonight until 9pm. I am back to back from, actually I just had a cancellation before somebody's got some work commitments tonight so it's opened up um, an hour from 5 till 6 but from 4pm through till 9pm with the exception of that hour that I said, it's uh, back to back. Uh, so that's pretty full on. That's a that's a big day when you start at four twenty and you've got to be switched on the whole time. Uh, so yeah, that's why I'm heading to the gym now. Today, something came up yesterday, which prompted me to talk about this now, because somebody specifically. Well, I've had a, probably three three questions that kind of fall into the same category over the last, I'll say, 30 hours. And it just got me thinking that, uh, you know, people need support in this area. So I thought it's a, I'm sure that there'll be people listening to this that are maybe in a similar position. And the question came up as to how do you get your head right, was basically the question. How do you get your head right? And I said, well, you know, what do you mean? Because you can get your head right in relation to a whole range of things. But what that usually means is that there's some pain in somebody's life coming from somewhere and we need to get to the bottom of, uh, so what's really causing, uh, causing that pain? And I won't go into the, the individual uh, circumstances of the person, but it was only upon asking a few questions that got to the heart of what was really going on here and most people will have fears within them fears of not being enough not being and not being enough can mean uh, like a few different things it can be not being feeling enough to be in a relationship not feeling enough in the relationship as in not being loved not being enough in your job, your career, you know, feel like you're not as good as the next person or you're letting yourself down. The fear of failure in what it is that you're doing. Um, It could be uh, your job, your sport, your relationship, finances, um, you know, a hobby that you're working on where you just feel like you're you're failing, you're letting yourself down. Um, There are you know, many different ways, but people have this fear of failure, not being enough, 
the feel of him, uh, feeling of embarrassment and, and so forth. So what most people tend to do is what? If there's a fear of those things happening, what do most people do? Nothing. Or they'll do a little bit. They've got this fear of failure, so they figure, well, if I don't even start, how can I fail? That's, that's the mindset, which is kind of crazy because you could then put a, a common sense hat on and say, well, if you don't even start, you're failing. Like, you know, you, it, it's one of those catch-22 situations where you've got to, you've got to try. You've got to put the effort in and, you know, not worrying about failing because... Any great person that's done great things has failed many, many times. But you only really fail if you fail to get back up and try again. You try again. You say, okay, I've been knocked down once. I'm never going to try that again. And that's what can happen in the weight loss body transformation space. So... um, the I've had a, a number of clients that have actually come to me before that have been in a situation where they've lost so much weight that they have had to have a, a tummy tuck or they're getting to the stage where if they lose a bunch more weight, they're going to need a tummy tuck because the excess skin is just, you know hang around on their body, they don't like it, and they want to get rid of it. Now, where people can get unstuck here is uh, sometimes before they've started, sometimes it's before they reach their end. So I know of um, uh, a number of circumstances where people haven't even gotten started because they feel like, oh, I don't want to have to have surgery. So they use that as a justification for, well, I'm not going to change at all, then I won't have to worry about surgery. Or people that are overweight and they've got some excess skin right now, maybe they still need to lose 20 kilos, but they don't want to go that extra step because they're thinking, well, I don't know whether I can afford the surgery to start with. I don't know what that's going to look like afterwards. Uh, So I'm scared of that. I don't know that. I know what my body looks like now. I know what I've got to deal with now. So I can handle that. So it's that unknown, isn't it? That fear of the unknown. Uh, A client that I'm working with right now, that for many years she's been in this same place of, even though she's made progress, she hasn't got the changes that she, all the changes that she wants in terms of physically. She's got a lot otherwise, health-wise and everything. uh, Because, I've mentioned this before, but she, she doesn't know who she will become once she goes through the transformation. And she doesn't know how, her biggest fear is how she'll be treated. And she fears that she'll be treated differently because she's always been known as big whatever or the ones with the brains but not the body. And she wears these as, um, if you like, badges of who she is. She's defined by what people have said. So she doesn't want to change. Um, I've had people before that have... um, really needed to lose 
the weight for their health and for their own self-esteem and confidence as well. And you know, their lives would completely change, completely change. But they get fixated on how hard it is, the time that they've put in before and it worked and they don't have any time to do it again. Or they're fixated on the fact that, um, you know, well, if I, if I get to that place, I will be in a place that I've never been before. Well, that's not entirely true because as you're growing up, as an adolescent, you don't just jump weight categories. It's just going on day after day after day. Uh, but um, you can't see what that's going to look like for them now. So uh, if there's also a situation where they can't, they also can't see that, but they also realize that if they did lose that much, then they're going to have all this excess skin around them that will probably require surgery. They don't know exactly because they don't know how the body's going to respond, but they feel like they're going to have that requirement for surgery that they also don't even get started. They don't even get started. They'll do a little bit, but don't get started. Or maybe you're at a stage where uh, you just need to lose a little bit more, but you can become complacent because you, know, you don't want to have the surgery or you don't know what that's going to look like or, or feel like and so forth. So... When you've got barriers like that and, you know, the fear of the unknown and everything, this was the question to me. How do you overcome that fear? Now, I'm about to go into the uh, the gym here, so it's really windy today. We're cold again, a cold snap. Um, so forgive me for the, the wind and um, we'll be on a treadmill soon warming up. So just I'll keep talking to you uh, while we while we go in. So, yeah, so the question becomes is how do, you, how do you overcome that stuff? Because it's real in the person's mind, even though people will be listening to this saying, well, that's not real to me, I don't feel like that, that's just crazy talk, you would be so much better off if you, you know, lost the weight and improved your health and everything. How did you feel like that? Well, it's just everyone's different. And so uh, my questions to people are, are normally around... Uh, you know, why, why do you feel like that? And getting to the, the root cause of the, well, a, a deep understanding of what those feelings are. So it's a feeling of, like I was saying before, how you're going to feel about yourself in terms of a negative context because of labels that have been put on you in the past, how you think others are going to perceive you. Um, maybe it is if a surgery option is for you. Um, maybe you just don't, you have a fear of um, injection, um, a fear of being cut, a fear of what the scars may look like, um, a, a fear, a greater fear because you're listening to all the horror stories or watching all the horror stories of, of things when they go wrong. I mean, they're all, they're all possibilities um, for you. Um, the, the questions become... What is it that you're going to to tell yourself so that you don't uh, you don't feel those things that you're you're feeling right now? So looking at the at the end point and saying, okay, well, how are you going to feel once you're at that end point? You're at your goal because it's easy 
to be focusing on uh, the negative stuff, which is what most of us tend to do. We just focus on the negative aspects of um, you know, fear. When we're, we're thinking, well, these are all the things that are going to come up if I achieve um, you know, this, if, I'm, if I, I'm looking at achieving a certain, a certain goal, then I'm thinking about all the negative things that are going to uh, come to me. And this can be fairly systemic in your thinking, and you'll find that there'll be other parts of your life where you think this way too. Um, so I'm positive about everything, um, not just about my health, my body, and my, my fitness, but everything. I look at the upside of everything. But you know those people that look at the downside of everything as well? Uh, maybe that's you. So it's only natural for some people to just think about, oh, but if I do that, the, you know, all these seven things will happen. And I say to people, so, okay, I understand that you're telling me these are the fears that you have, uh, the unknowns, uh, the pain that you'll feel and so forth, but I want you to look on the other side now. Let's look at the end of your journey and you're at your weight loss goal, you're at the body that you want. If you need to have surgery, you've had surgery and it's all healed nicely and you're now looking at your body in the mirror, naked and you know, you're where you want it to be. Tell me about how that's gonna make you feel. And I get people to articulate to me the feelings, the deep emotional feelings that they're gonna have. Not just, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, feel, I'll feel good because I'll be there. That's not gonna drive anything or inspire anyone. But if anyone saw your before photos and your after photos, they'd be like blown away and say, oh my God, that's so inspiring. Look at what you've been able to do. Um, that's incredible. How did you do it? What did you do? Teach me. Show me. Because I want to get those results for me too. So you've got to be just as excited as other people would be if they're looking onto you and saying, oh wow, that's incredible. Because anyone who's been or tried a weight loss journey before uh, knows that it's really challenging. So to be actually able to get there and be, then be able to maintain it is really special. So you've got to think about what are all those feelings that you're going to have? You're going to feel... Um, proud of what it is that you've achieved. You're going to feel sexy. You're going to feel perhaps more loved. You're going to, and that could be just self-love. Um, because if you love yourself enough, then you'll find that other people will see that you're loving yourself and you know, they'll, they'll give more love too. And certainly if you're giving more love to yourself and to others as well, um, you'll feel stronger, you'll feel fitter you'll feel more confident, you'll um, have a, a greater level of energy, a greater level of um, strength and cardiovascular fitness, if I didn't already say that. Um, you'll be able to do all the things that you want in life functionally uh, with, with you know, reduced pain, no pain. Uh, you know, you'll be able to do whatever it is that you want in life. Like, activities, travel, whatever, because maybe previously you had limitations there. I mean, you know 
you know what you can't do at the moment or what you want to be, do, be doing uh, you know, later when you're post uh, you know, your goal, uh, what, the, what that would mean to you. You've just got to dig a little bit deeper. Maybe right now for you and your partner, intimacy is a real issue or a real struggle for you because you don't have the confidence because you, you, know, you want to get undressed in the dark and you don't want them to see your body because of you know, how you feel about your body. Um, maybe you don't feel like being touched uh, because of the fact that you don't feel comfortable about uh, your body right now. So think about well, what's the reverse of that, the other side. How amazing it would be to get that connection uh, because you feel sexy. Um, there, are, there are so many different things that you could come up with that are going to mean, mean things to you. I have meanings for me uh, around my things but it's gotta be different for you. The point is that you've gotta really dig deep and focus on what are all those things that achieving your goals are gonna mean to you. Because when you get that, that that just creates so much focus and drive for you that you just won't stop. You just won't stop. And those other things that may or may not happen don't become an issue because you just go to that next step and next step because you're so driven to never live your life on terms that you're gonna have your body dictate to you what it is that you can do. You're dictating to your body what, you know, what it is that you want and not anyone else. It's just you determining that this is what I want for myself and I'm never gonna stop until I get it because it's so important. And that's how I live my life. Uh, I've mentioned this a number of times before. The similar situation for me would be with my book and knowing that, you know what, I just need to write my book. I just need to get it done. I've been talking about it for three years. I just need to get it done. I don't know all the other details, all the other answers as to how I'm going to get the thing published and what that means and who I go to and how I go about doing that. My point was I get to that next step and then I work it out. But where the fire is, that this never-ending fuel and hunger comes from, I'm gonna do this no matter what, because I know the outcome. And I knew I would get there. It's just I, I didn't have all the answers at the time. I just knew, just go one step at a time, get to that next point, then find out what do I do from here. Get the coaching, find the right people, and get the outcome that you need. And this is what you need to do too. You may not know exactly what it's gonna look like and feel like when you get to your ultimate weight loss goal. But I can guarantee you this, you're probably thinking about all the downside of what it's gonna look like on your body if you've got excess skin, for instance, or um, you know how people are gonna treat you uh, as a result. But it's time to be focusing on all the things that are going to be absolutely positive and empowering and inspirational to you because you've, you know, you've met your goal. So at the end of the day, you've probably only got a few people that are really going to mean something in your life. Like they say we meet something like 80,000 people or something in our life and there's only a handful of them really that will 
will truly mean anything to us. And that's like your, your partner, uh, maybe it's your kids, maybe a couple of close friends. I mean, I would say if you're lucky enough to have two or three really, really close friends, I mean like super, super close friends, not just a friend on Facebook or something, uh, then uh, I think that's very, very lucky. Um, so they're the people that, that maybe matter to you, but they're not always going to agree either with what it is that, uh, that you are doing. So you've got to make sure that it's important to you and you can get them to come along the journey with you and understand why it's important to you. They won't always agree, but if they can understand why you're doing it, uh, then that's, I think, important. And if, if anyone is saying, well, if your reason is to uh, optimize your health, and get better outcomes and improve your self-image and self-confidence, and people said, no, you shouldn't do that, then it's time to move them on from your life because that just doesn't make any sense, does it? It's a hang on a second, I'm, try I'm trying to improve my health and what it is that I want for, uh, for my confidence and body. This is super important, it's crucial for me. Uh, so that's uh, something to think about. So I'm about to get off the treadmill here, but I want you to, to really look at things a bit differently because I speak to so many people that have been immobilized for a long period of time and some people decades as to where they are now because of the, these fears that they have of the unknown, but creating stories for themselves as to why they are where they are and why they can't achieve what that is that they want to achieve or if they do achieve what they uh, want to achieve, uh, why that's not going to be a good outcome for them. So if you've got all of those things going on in your head with emotion, you're never going to do it. Never. Because you, you've got too many fears and too many stories in your head limiting beliefs as to why you need to stay where you are. So we need to change that. Because if you really, really want to change, like I mean you're 100% committed, then you need to be 100% committed because change won't just accidentally show up in your letterbox. You've got to make the change happen. And then if you're 100% committed to it, you have to say, okay, I've got to get that head trash out and I've got to replace it with all good stuff. Forget the fears, I'm doing it anyway. That's the bottom line. Tell yourself all the reasons why it is that you're doing this. So here's your exercise. Take out a sheet of paper in your notebook um, or do it on your computer or on your phone or something and write down at least 10 reasons, that's right, at least 10 reasons as to why you're gonna overcome your fears or your limiting beliefs that you've had for so long that are stopping you from achieving your goals and what achieving those goals is gonna to mean to you. So write down all the positive things that with emotion, using emotive language as to why you're gonna leave all that behind and what it's gonna to mean to you when you achieve your goals. And then keep going over that and keep adding to it over and over. 32 reasons I have as to why I do what I do. 
and I thought I knew before I started my list. I thought it was number one, but I wrote number one. And I thought, hmm, they gave me an idea to go to number two, number three, number four. But it wasn't until 32 that I said, that's it. That, that right there is the reason why I do what I do and why I'll never stop. You need to get to that position too. Your life will change forever. Crash these, crush these fears and limiting beliefs and do it anyway.